0: Dedicated to reason and resilience in the time of Trump. Yeah. I uh, am one of your co hosts, Kamala Sharau, and with me as always is uh,
1: Miracle Jones
2: and
0: Alexis Wright.
1: So, how are you guys doing before we get into it? uh Yeah, I'm feeling full of, like, I don't know, neurotransmitters and white blood cells. I feel better. I was sick earlier this yeah, week. Yeah, so. I still sound a little <laughs> yeah. sick. I'm all, yeah. Like, yeah, but I feel way better. So. Yeah. I, did, I did, did it. I did it. I won. I beat it. Congratulations. Thank nice job. Nice job defeating the invaders. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yes, how, how are you guys doing?
0: Uh, I'm, I'm good. Uh, I was off of Twitter for most of this week, and it was <laughs> glorious. <laughs> Is it Great. I don't think I'm going back. Yeah, don't go
1: back. It's pretty
0: <laughs> terrible. It's awful.
1: Fuck Twitter.
0: It's, it's really <laughs> terrible. It's been really terrible over the past couple of days. I would say, though, I, uh... I mean, there are people, like, I am misinteracting with yeah. um, on Twitter, but um, I'll figure... I don't know.
2: Yeah, okay. maybe you can find them on another platform. Yeah,
0: maybe. It still would be, like, social media. Like, I don't know them in real life, right. so, yeah, that's, that's uh-huh. the problem. Um, so...
1: I hear Instagram's great. Kids <laughs> on Instagram. Apps. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so that's me. How are you
2: doing? Oh, I'm all right. Um, also dealing with some work stress and, you know, some personal stress, but I'm, uh, you know, I'm I'm managing all right. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about fall. I'm basic enough to be excited about (laughs) fall every year. Um,
1: so... so, You just got, you went to like a state fair? Yeah, yeah. I went to
2: the Big E, which is uh, the New England Regional State Fair, um, and, uh, the food there is really good. It's like they bring in some of the best food from all of the New England states, um, which is very exciting for me because I like cheese and fudge and beef jerky and like stuffed clams and stuff. So um, so that was a good time. Um, and so that's
1: where these things come from. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh,
2: and we got to see some sheep. I went with a couple of friends who have a really cute baby <coughs> who is very excited about sheep and cows, that's cool. which is probably the most excitement about sheep and cows I've seen in a long time. Yep. So that was cool as well. A friend was telling me that they used to go to state fairs with friends who were actually really seriously into agriculture or involved in agriculture and farming and like their friends would like break down details about like comparisons of the various sheep and like that sounded intriguing to me like I've never heard like sheep specialists (laughs) discuss the pros and cons or like qualities of sheep I was looking at. I feel like it would be an interesting experience but I didn't get to have it so.
1: My grandfather was a meat inspector. Oh, so man. like he went he wow. went to school for like uh, he went to ag school to
2: okay. and he worked for a rath
1: packing company. Uh, so when he, we went to state fairs or rodeos, oh. he sold like sausage on a stick for the night of Columbus or whatever. Okay. Yeah. he would just walk around and talk about like the various like eatability of cows, <laughs> like the cuts of the meat, like that cow, you know, oh, so wow. I still can't help but look at a cow. and like. That's going to be a little creepy, it. right? <laughs> yes, I mean, I don't, I mean, yeah. Did you um, ever
2: go from like looking at cows that way to just like you'd look at some other animal and just accidentally be in the same mode? Slice it
1: up and like decide. <laughs> no, like, no,
2: just like evaluate
1: its like eatability. Like I feel like. Evaluate its eatability. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mainly just cows, but like, yeah, it's still, that. that's my experience of like livestock shows okay. slash like state fairs. Uh, judging meat and it was always a disappointment because it was not something i was interested in (laughs) it was raising or judging cattle (laughs) we had he had a little uh, but
2: now it makes for a charming anecdote yeah i mean he had
1: a little like stretch of land i guess everybody in texas basically does there's so much of it you can get like an acre for 400 bucks Mm -hmm. probably cheaper than that but uh he uh had some cows on there so we'd go out to the ranch, is what he called it, which is, like, two acres mm-hmm. it's like near Caldwell, which is a tiny mm-hmm. town in Texas. And we just, like, he had somebody else ran cows on his ranch, and we'd just go out and, like, stare at these fucking cows and, like, make improvements on the little house that smelled like shit. And it, was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was a terrible time. Yeah. I mean, you're really silly. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, 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 Ranch life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. I- and glorious yes, entire, like <laughs>
0: lifestyle that has no romance for you yeah none zero percent no,
1: zero, right. uh, yeah but
2: you're still partial very to the boots very reality right. I can
1: smell it <laughs> I think
0: back
1: well I think boots are very like I've seen rats run across like five you know inches away and they'll come up to you on the subway I think yeah. boots have a real merit in
2: I, I mean I'm pro boot I'm um,
1: constantly stepping on broken glass on the street you know because yeah. like, we're mm-hmm. right next to the glass mm-hmm. recycling yeah and,
2: so, so the boots are purely practical and protection oriented?
1: I feel like I I like having extra support up there. All
2: right, all right. That,
1: that hey, I support shit. it. All right. But uh yeah, so should we talk about yeah, <laughs> should we talk about <laughs> Kavanaugh? Alright, so it's uh, been a fun week. Yeah. Coming upon the end of the Senate Judiciary Committee's confirmation hearings on honorable Brett Kavanaugh, uh, it, it's as it's Advise and consent provision in the Constitution gives it the ambit to do. Uh, New allegations came to light about Brad Kavanaugh and his claims in his past of sexual assault. So the committee decided to hear these claims and offer Kavanaugh a chance to defend himself. That happened. And then as a result of this, uh, the president has opened up an FBI investigation. Uh, And it's not going to go to a floor vote, but not until the FBI wins in. So that's where we are now, but that is a very dry recovery (laughs) of a very wet week. Yeah, very, yeah. Very feely week. Yeah, Lots of
0: feelings, A lot of feeling. Um, All right. Any reactions from you guys?
2: Um, I mean, I have a lot of reactions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, So I guess... um, The first question to be addressed is like, should the Senate move forward with Brett Kavanaugh? Or I guess, do we expect the Senate to move forward with Brett Kavanaugh um, as a member of the Supreme Court? Yeah, Yeah. two different questions, but I guess the two relevant questions. So um, allow me to open with my position on whether the Senate should move forward with Brett (laughs) Kavanaugh. Um, No. My answer is no. Um, This is not a criminal trial. He is not on criminal trial. Um, The obligation of any character witness in hearings on Brett Kavanaugh uh, is not to prove that he committed a crime. It is to assess whether he should be promoted. Right. And specifically promoted to the number one highest court in the United States from the number two highest court in the United States where he already has a job. Right, A job from which he is not likely to be fired So I'm not sure where all of the discussion of his life being ruined comes from Unless he happens to have perjured himself In front of the Senate Judiciary Committee And someone decides to follow up on it Right? Well
1: he did say that his favorite thing to do in the world Was coach girls basketball So (laughs) I don't know if he's still going to be able to do that Yeah,
0: that's maybe off the table
2: Still (laughs) not what I would describe as a life-ruining change At
0: least in the D.C. area
2: Um, A few kind of further comments that I would like to offer on that, right? Um, So, what do Republicans lose if you take the partisan fight out of it and, like, Lindsey Graham's, like, ickle upset that, like, he doesn't like Democratic tactics? Um, They have, in theory, many qualified candidates. Now, if, in fact, hashtag not all men, then it should be very easy to find at least one man, against whom there are no (laughs) current allegations that have been stated to a third party prior to his being nominated, or one woman. That would be fine too, right? So, um, the time constraint Republicans have imposed is artificial. I'm not even sure it helps them politically Um, from a strategic standpoint. I think actually uh, probably it benefits Republicans more than Democrats if there is an open seat as of the election. Just Uh, as it did in the last election, right? Um, So um, I am comfortable with this Yale frat boy not getting promoted, (laughs) and I'm not sure why the whole country's not on board, because I think that uh, when it comes to matters being adjudicated by the nation's highest court, um, that women should feel they are being reasonably represented, um, and I do not think that that will be the case with Brett Kavanaugh on the Supreme Court. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: What and I just want to make sure because I think I know the answer to this. Oh, okay. Is our opinion the same if Amy Barrett takes his place?
2: Yes. Absolutely.
0: Yeah.
2: Absolutely. And you know why? I'll tell you right now. Um I know more women who've been sexually assaulted than women who have needed an abortion.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm I'm pro reproductive freedom and I'm strongly pro abortion rights. Well, at least somewhat strongly pro abortion rights, but let's put it this way. I can have an ethical disagreement with someone who is anti-abortion and believe them to be a decent human being. I cannot have an ethical disagreement with someone who is pro-sexual assault Mm -hmm. being permissible um, for someone at that level of national prominence and believe them to be a decent human being.
1: Yeah, there's no religion that's pro-sexual assault. Uh, Not really a case you can make from any standard case law either.
2: (laughs) So, like, I don't think... I don't think Amy Barrett would, like, I'm not thrilled about Amy Barrett as a choice, but yeah. if it comes to her or Kavanaugh, absolutely, hands down
0: Barrett. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is the one thing that I was taking away as I was slowly <coughs> wading back into Twitter, um, is, and I think the people that I kind of respect on the right who are saying this is like, why is this going on? I mean, why aren't we face down with Amy Barrett, right? Like, And I think this is, this is uh, in a lot of ways, I think, for some reason, both sides are really, really ginned up about this, for obvious reasons, I guess. But it seems to me that there's a really obvious compromise as well. Like, yeah. we can't have this guy. Yeah. Let's bring in, and we know yeah. we're going to get licked. So give us... We're going to give you... You're going to get a conservative person, yeah. and even someone who actually plays better to the base. Yeah. I mean, I think that's that's a well, way Well, what is the Republican base these days, though? Like... I think conservative, sorry. Yeah, I think it would play better... I see a lot of people that I do like on yeah. Twitter, um, who are conservative, getting riled up on on the side that I don't necessarily get. A, I, I don't have a lot of sympathy for or a lot of respect for their thinking, but they are people I like. So uh, it, it's a little confusing. It's it's a little hard to parse out. But I think Brett Kavanaugh will not be seen a martyr if you have a conservative judge take yeah, his place. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely he will be concur. forgotten, and that'll be that. Yeah, and that'll and so there's and you could i think this is a this is open to a back office deal if something else comes up you say like okay well amy coney barrett will get a trial uh, or a, she'll be, have a hearing we'll try to make it as, as expeditious possible um i think the republicans deadline is shooting themselves in the foot and if they have i agree uh, yeah
2: and and i also think i mean the deadline is artificial the deadline mm-hmm. is shooting themselves in the foot i think it As I said before, I think it actually only helps them if there is an open Supreme Court seat that they've been forced to back down from based on democratic obstruction and tactics immediately before the midterms, right? I cannot... Well, I can understand their strategy on this because, like, it seems to be driven by just rank partisanship and them being mad about losing points on the board to Dianne Feinstein, near as I can tell, right? Like, that's the whole... Republican argument that's pro Kavanaugh. Oh, and and we can't ruin a good man's life yeah. over this. And again, I would say being a federal circuit court judge is not a ruined life. Like, and and to this point of like yeah. a fine man, like like just if you watched his testimony on the topic of like things he was being questioned about, his yearbook, right? Like his clear falsehoods on the contents of his yearbook. profile right every woman in america has met that georgetown prep high school boy who wrote that yearbook profile and no one is fooled
1: yeah right we i mean we learned this week i learned at least that at rich like lead private schools the yearbooks are where you brag about your sexual and drinking exploits and code at my high school
2: they were so aggressive about editing that sort of thing out of the yearbooks that many people's yearbook profiles ended up basically incoherent because right. they were over edited. Totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: We didn't get to we didn't get to write what we wanted. At. But I mean, this like, this was in print, right? This yeah. No, ours was
2: like... like you. Ours was yeah. like you submitted mm-hmm. your really? up to a certain number of characters, your like profile, and then they would vet it and then put it in. And apparently <laughs> at
0: Georgetown Prep,
2: they uh...
1: just let it go. The early
0: eighties were a weird, dark time. Yeah. Yeah, I just think that if I think there's a way to decrease tension on both sides, in the sense that we the, the republic you give offer a Republican a. A conservative, equally uh, conservative, if not more so conservative, uh, uh, it's justice, right? And, yeah, and we mm-hmm. we move that through that quickly. I actually think that if the Democrats move through it quickly, mm-hmm. rather and and get done by election, it actually ends up much better for the Democrats and they look the Republicans. Yeah. yeah, and the Republicans think it looks good for them, but it doesn't. Yeah. right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, to me, this is the way to go. Uh, and the interesting thing I just want to say so. And the people I follow who are a little bit more conservative, like I saw them, I, the, pe- the people I respected were like, okay, well, I'm not sure, right? Yeah. I mean, there are definitely yeah. people who are like, whatever. We don't even have to go into the arguments; yeah. they're not worth it. I'm not sure, and I'm not convinced that that this disqualifies. Yeah, that's. I think that's a that's the reasonable Republican side. I just disagree yeah. with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, I
2: agree. I disagree with it, but there are Republican figures in that position who I have some sympathy for. For example, no. Jeff Flake has looked genuinely haunted in yeah. photographs and video, right? And was the person who pushed forward, albeit an abbreviated FBI investigation as a precondition of his eventual vote, essentially, right? Yeah. Um. That being said, if I didn't know better, yeah. I would say that this is part of an elaborate Republican experiment to see what it takes to radicalize American women.
0: <laughs> oh, that's interesting. So I'll take... Uh, that's, that's, that's super, super interesting, because I saw... Because I, the anger is... Hi. Okay. So I saw, uh, and granted, this is a sample of, of three people, but like people who were kind of threading a needle or walking kind of a narrow path in the center. Um, people like Guy Benson or mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. Ben Howe, he used to be mm-hmm. a red state, who's interesting. There's like, you know, he was up until Kavanaugh testified, he was, he was really doing a good job. They both were kind of doing a good job. Ben Shapiro actually does uh, did some of this, but the minute Kavanaugh starts to testify and Lindsey Graham goes off. They all of a sudden get very much in line. They're like, okay, right. I have this. This argument makes sense. The democratic, the Democrats are being obstructionist, or they're playing for politics. They're not interested in the truth. And you see these talking points come out. And I'm not saying I don't feel like it's elaborate and constructed. I think there are enough people and who have different. I think it's you know, unconscious. You know, yeah. I think yeah. it's unconscious. I think they were very much convinced. total
2: obliviousness yeah. to the actual impact of what is being discussed and. Let's put it this way, right? So again, uh, you guys watched the Kavanaugh portion mm-hmm. of the testimony, I assume. Ah, um, right, I really so uh, a couple of things that he said were that um, many of his closest friends are women, and that one of his close female friends came to him about a time that she had been—I can't remember if it was mm-hmm. sexually abused or assaulted. no... If one of your close female friends has told you about a time that she was sexually assaulted, you don't have many close female friends,
1: yeah, right? right.
2: Um, and so I think that there is a genuine blindness among men who do not interact empathetically with women in general as to how bad and how widespread this problem is and how angry women are
1: right now. I wish they'd follow it. I was I thought it was a huge failure of the Democrats to not follow up on that and ask him how he responded, what he, you know, mm. like, was it somebody he knew? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, what what was the nature yeah. of that yeah. without disclosing? Because yeah. that was very revelatory. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, one? One? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> one? Yeah, from the 80s to now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. A couple things... One he kept talking about in his testimony how his reput like you were saying how his reputation was uh, being destroyed or mm-hmm. would never recover or whatever. Uh, we just kind of assume that all Republican federal judges are rapists or I'm <laughs> so that's just kind of his thing, you know, but his reputation as a person who could maintain self-control in the face of adversity, this was the day he lost that reputation by his own hand. Yeah. Uh, this that was, frat I boy. think that was the most. You didn't watch the testimony. I didn't watch the testimony. You, you, you should later, just to yeah, get a feel for his the affect. the rational nature of it goes out the window. Like, this is not somebody in control of themselves yeah. at
0: all. No, I mean, I, I got that impression from whatever I was reading. But I, I really yeah. would highly recommend that everyone go back in time and yeah. not watch the live testimony on either side. Because <laughs> well, I feel like but, it ratcheted everyone way well, up. Well,
1: because it was so... Compelling. Yeah. And she it was, was really you, compelling. Yeah. Well, even then, like she I, was, she was very measured and in control of herself. And she also different. happened
2: to be in the exact right position to be both a personal and expert witness. Yeah,
1: which is weird, right? Like, yeah. Right,
2: which is like, like you yeah. know, like many other people, I believe her. Even if I did not believe her. There is nothing to be lost by putting someone else on the Supreme Court instead. Right. There are nine total justices. Like, you can't tell me he's the only qualified candidate. Ostensibly qualified candidate.
1: Yeah. Uh, the FBI investigation puts the Republicans in a weird, bad place. Because uh, if, like you're saying, they're trying to get out of this, if they want to get out of it, now they're in a, a, a zugzwang, like a double bind, like... Let's say the FBI investigation totally clears him, right? And Republicans do him anyway. Then Republicans push forward this fucking guy who lost his shit Mm -hmm. and is clearly very partisan into the Supreme Court. And that will really piss Democrats off. Also, the Democrats, they won't be satisfied with the results of the FBI investigation. Uh, If it doesn't... If it finds shit on him that hangs him, then their protest now that the Democrats are doing like a good man wrong, that gives the light of that, because now the Democrats look like heroes for finding something out about a guy and starting an investigation. So I
2: think the politics of a week-long FBI investigation are that it gives Collins and Murkowski time to look at polls.
1: That's that's what it's for, but I'm just right. saying, like, I'm saying. I'm saying I'm yeah. it puts him in a yeah. position yeah. that is rough. I, I I mean, yeah, I don't know. I I love it. It's great. Yeah. Like I wish it were. I wish. Yeah, you know, it's, I mean, it's brilliant. The Democrats got exactly what they wanted, which is this like hellish like prison. Well, I think
0: them. the centrist Republicans or the Republicans who are on the fence do what a lot of Congress does now, which is punt it. Right. So yeah. now they're going to put the burden of proof on the FBI.
2: I think it's interesting that Republicans are now in a double bind of being forced to regard the FBI as simultaneously credible and not credible, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Depending also on that. the investigation. Yeah. Also right. Well, I think
0: Democrats are in that same bind and, Yeah. 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 And, and for different reasons.
1: For sure. Uh, but a lot of the a lot of the testimony or a lot of the yeah, Kavanaugh's testimony was just this going back and forth about how the FBI doesn't matter and how it really is what matters are the senators.
2: Well, yeah, but that's provided that they're comfortable doing their job on TV, yeah. which... No.
1: when well, they're not experts at inquiry.
2: Well, A, they're not experts at inquiry, and then B, they have very different incentives in that context than fact-finding, right?
1: Right, yeah. Um, S- something else I found extremely weird about the entire affair was how the Republicans and Brett Kavanaugh were so mad at the Democrats but weren't mad at her.
2: Well, they can't... Look, I feel like anyone who watched her testimony found it credible, right? Even even the most Republican hacks are saying, well, I believe something happened to her but not that it was him, right? That's as far as they can go because you can't watch her talk about that experience and say looks like a liar, right? Like, yeah. And so their their only fallback is she's a confused woman, right? right. Which is like a challenging position to defend, it's, but easier than like, obviously, you're a liar. But they're right? not even
1: saying that. They're just like, igno- they ignored her basically completely. It was dehumanizing to the entire... You know oh, yeah, they, well, yeah. that's what I think. But is, I think that's
0: that's what you had. I mean, you had to ignore her, right? Because otherwise, we yeah, would be guess, really bad. Yeah. I think everyone took a the halftime moment and saw that was really credible. I think they radically had to change their tack.
2: I agree and I think it's a fascinating miscalculation to watch happen in real time because it's a bunch of old white guys who grew up when um, the standards were very different and they've been told and they're taking to heart that it's important to believe victims who are believable but what they don't realize is that if you openly believe victims who are believable and then refuse to take action on the basis of that belief your whole game is up yeah right you are exposed right right like at least back in the day when you could just use whatever vague implications that these women were lying were looking for attention were whatever whatever else you want to use to take down their credibility that's your excuse to not pursue the matter you don't get to say that you believe them and then but also say that it's not something worthy of action but that seems to be where they're sitting right they it's don't It's completely insane. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, it's one of the more insane political positions I've seen in a while because yeah. you I mean it's unsustainable and it is just dehumanizing. Yeah.
2: Openly dehumanizing openly now is the problem right like they've been forced I, feel, I feel into like the it's open. worse in some ways. See, I think it's just more honest which I guess honesty if you're doing something terrible comes across worse, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. But if you're doing the same terrible thing, I'd rather like have people have the opportunity to confront it honestly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Dark.
0: Well, what do you think the resolution is? Or what do you think it will be?
1: Do I think what I think is going to happen? Yeah. I mean, I think everybody's going to sit around bloodlessly and fucking pissed as the FBI investigates and comes back one way or the other with some sort of pronouncement, right? Probably there'll be more that comes out about him. Right? Yeah,
2: I, I I, think most of what happens is going to hinge on what comes up in the next week. Well, not from the FBI, Yeah. right? Like, yeah. what in the gap comes out about Kavanaugh? Yeah. Because I don't think the FBI is going to be able to make a clear determination one way or the
1: other. Yeah. Um, and you made so many... Somebody- weird lies about like yeah. his drinking habits yeah and his
2: yeah many clear lies again right. like like i don't know who he thinks he's fooling right, right. like yeah. we've all met the boy who wrote that yearbook entry right.
1: <laughs> and some people have literally met him so there's yes you know, <laughs> and so there's there's gonna be more people that come out and and talk about you know, and there's a there's a world in which he completely calmly gets up there and says like in my in high school and in college exactly, I got that, blackout drunk. That would lot. have
2: been that would have been the right move. Right. It would have been to say you know what I was a really insensitive dude, yeah. but I didn't rape
0: anybody, I, I didn't right? That would have been and,
2: yeah. that would have been the move if he wanted to come across as a credible right. witness, which he did not, he didn't. right? Right,
0: he went he went the other way, which is he was like weird. he
2: was like yeah. all I ever had was a few beers, it was legal. Um, all of the things in my yearbook are not what they sound like. Right. You know, like, they're not sexual. It's it's all discussions of friendship and farting, you know, yeah, like, yeah. and not drinking. Right. Um, I think it was a miscalculation on his part. I don't know whether it'll keep him off the Supreme Court, but it definitely hurt his credibility because he liked to drink. He liked to party, which is, like, yeah. not a terrible abnormal thing to admit to unless you're terrified that being associated with drinking is going to serve as an admission of sexual assault.
0: Right. I think one of the things that seems really odd is that everyone on the Republican side seems to see this sort of angry theater, Mm -hmm. as helping them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think it can be effective. Definitely from Twitter, I think people will be rallied, but I think that anger will fade. And I think in the long run, I think when people, you know, in a week or so, people have a little bit cooler heads. They're not going to always remember that, Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think that with cooler heads, it's going to be a harder play or it's a harder strategy to justify because there was a much cleaner way to own up to what he did in the past and say like I just didn't do that. Yeah, because he comes out way more credible if he says like I was I was a a rowdy
2: teenager and like I liked to drink and like I, you know, I was like. Afraid to admit that I wasn't sexually experienced, yeah. so I like yeah. you know yeah. made boasts that were not accurate, and yeah. I and I had not learned to empathize with women, so I said things that were cruel and demeaning, yeah. and I regret it deeply. And I've tried as an adult to advance women in their careers, yeah. And here's the evidence for that, and that is why I think I should still yeah, be confirmed I- because like I can provide that kind of context. I think that would have
1: deflated the doubt. I think the yeah. only thing that that. Explains the level of emotionality he displayed before he gave his testimony. It was some Republicans had already told him they were going to do him, and they were like, "You got to do this anyway." And so he, the level of of grievance that he, I
2: think he was trying to impress Trump. I think he was concerned about having his nomination withdrawn by Trump primarily.
1: Mm. Yeah, but I don't. I think think if I think if there's one thing I know about Donald Trump is that he doesn't like weakness. Or but, but he doesn't think
2: indignance is weakness. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Crying? That's the
2: only context in which a man can cry and be okay with Donald Trump is if the Democrats did you wrong. Maybe. Bush, and you're just so mad. I just,
1: I just don't. I think like Donald Trump like has an empathy deficit so large that crying man is not something that moves him either, except into looking away or being like this guy. I don't know. We'll find out, right? Yeah, but, yeah, I think I
0: think this was a play for Trump and play maybe for the um, a certain class of people, and it certainly I think rallied people to his cause, right? Yeah. yeah. One of the things I, I also took away is that I'm not sure if we as Democrats or liberals hate uh, Republicans or conservatives as much as we hate each other's politicians very very much. <laughs> yeah everyone sure. everyone had, saw the Senate uh, the hearing saw I hate those opposite senators Mm -hmm. so much it makes me hate the rest of the party and I think that's that was also a very clear kind of takeaway no matter what they're like
1: oh Lindsey Graham
2: yeah I was gonna say do we have any commentary on Lindsey Graham
1: I have a theory but I'm interested in your theory my my political opinions are whimsical but uh, I think Lindsey Graham is probably the one that brokered the deal for Kavanaugh I think he's probably the one that explained why the to Trump why they needed to pick somebody like Kavanaugh, as opposed to a woman or or yeah. or somebody uh, else, and explain to the mainstream Republicans why they needed to pick somebody who was going to defend Trump. Mm-hmm. And so this was the one person they all settled on, I see. and the entire thing was like brokered by Lindsey Graham. That's so I blog. think he was taking the entire thing personally, mm-hmm. and and it was just like his 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 pick was blowing up,
2: uh-huh. and instead right. they're going
1: to get somebody one way or the other who is not his. And right. it's right. going I mean, to hurt his credibility yeah. to his friends. And
2: it, to Trump, it, I, and I Trump, imagine. yeah,
0: right. right. I mean, of the suite of conservatives he could have picked from, right, obviously yeah. this is the one who has mo- the most deference to executive power. right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what attracted Trump. And that is why certain elements of the Trump sphere are really pushing behind Brett Kavanaugh, whether or not he's a great Candidate from any other perspective, I don't know, but I, uh, the people I tend to follow are sort of ideological conservatives, and they're, they were never 100% behind mm-hmm. Brett Kavanaugh, and mm-hmm. the only time now they seem to be rallying behind him because of what they saw as the performance art of the Democrats during the Senate hearing, which is <laughs> weird because that's the exact mirror of what the democrats saw the republicans like this Mm -hmm. kind of fake sense of emotions and like Mm -hmm. anger for the sake of anger as opposed
1: to the fake sense of reason and cordiality that the democrats were performing right it was (laughs) you know the fake like senate and
0: things like that i mean so there are some uh klobohar i think comes off as going uh, as looking really well but a lot of the other senators sort of you know they're uh, i mean
2: they're they're, some of them are grandstanding
1: for 2020 yeah
2: Yeah. um That being said, no
1: no one more so than Graham, though. I mean, he just decided to just tee off, yeah,
2: I mean, that being said, i I really think I think that Republicans continue to underestimate the impact with women, including Republican women, if they continue to push forward with this nomination. And I said immediately before the election that, like immediately before the presidential election, I was like, the things that Trump is now on record saying with the Access Hollywood tape, if he gets elected uh, women are not going to forget it. And a bunch of people immediately after the election, but before Me Too really started to crack um, were like well obviously it seems like you were wrong because white women went for Trump like, more or less and, uh, and look what we have now. And I was right about that and I think that the level of anger over this is being underestimated.
0: Yeah, I'll agree with that. I think it's going to be, we've already seen a couple of polls that even before all of this hit, um, there are some moves that uh, say that women are certainly breaking in a way that we haven't seen before. Uh, They're breaking away from the Republican Party. And so the gender gap is probably as significant as it has been in a very long time if not wider. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's one or two initial polls. But we'll see. Over the next week, I think it's going to be rough. Um, and I think 538 is some good work. Uh, unfortunate choice of graphics. But you can see that even uh, Kavanaugh's popularity mm-hmm. rating is starting to decline. And it's hard to ignore all of them. Uh, one of the questions I keep coming up to, and I don't understand why this isn't brought up, is what Gorsuch, right? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I almost said the same thing. Yeah, so why, I mean, why aren't the Democrats saying, like, look, we had, a, I mean, Kendall Harris brought it out. Yeah, like, yeah. we have confirmed Gorsuch, right? Yeah. So why... Would yeah, yeah. Have if, if this
2: is a coordinated Democratic smear campaign yeah. that we would have done against any nominee why didn't we do it last time (laughs) right like it's funny that none of these like democratic operatives who are drumming up false rape accusations were able to persuade a liar to lie about gorsuch yeah right
0: uh yeah so i I think that i mean it says something that the in the current congress certainly has precedent to say that um i don't remember Really, any Sturman drawing around courses whatsoever? I think people grand stood a little, mm-hmm. and then that was it because they mm-hmm. knew they were licked because he was such a good, obvious. Yeah, uh, he seemed
2: candidate. like a reasonable, he, a conservative but
1: reasonable. Parent, right, right? Yeah. like Well, this guy's obviously an emotionally, like volatile person with some cognitive difficulties. Like he couldn't answer direct questions. A lot I
2: wonder of the time. if he was sober.
1: That's. I mean, it's. A, you
2: should watch the, yeah. the his portion of the hearing because I'm. I, I genuinely wonder, actually, if he was sober for the hearing.
1: There's a moment where he starts crying about calendars. Uh-huh. Remember, I didn't, like, I didn't
2: see that part, but like...
1: And it's quite something. It's very historic. If he's put on the Supreme Court... You Can you, know.
2: although, like, that being <laughs> said, who, I would like, kill to be a fly in the room for an argument between him and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> sure.
1: Well, but that's another thing, right? There's, I hope
2: he never makes the Supreme so Court. So there's
1: right? eight people out there, right, yeah. who are watching this, yeah. who may soon have to have this guy as their yeah. co yeah. And they're in D.C. and yeah. they're very powerful. Yeah. What are they talking about? Who are they talking about? Yeah. They talking
0: yeah. about? I, I wonder if, of all people, people like robbers yeah. are yeah. like someone who believes in the collegiality. Yeah. I wonder. Someone. I wonder
2: who Kennedy is making phone calls to right yeah. now. Yeah. Right? Like I, I actually I saw a thing where he well, had refused to comment yeah. on the hearings, but I'm sure he watched them. Yeah. yeah right. For sure. Yeah. So. Well, I guess by next room of requirement, we'll probably know how this is all gone. One way or the other. I'm not optimistic, but you never
1: know. So something Trump brought up in his uh, UN presser, I don't know if you guys watched that, but it was equally unhinged. I thought it was going to be the most unhinged speech of the week, but it was definitely not. He made the incredibly uncompelling case that uh, if we don't confirm... Kavanaugh, then other people are not gonna want to be submitted through the process. Oh uh, yeah, because they will see it as too hellish, and that too many things might come out about them. So we have to confirm him too.
2: That seems like the sort of argument that someone in Trump's position yeah. could find.
1: And he was like, he said, you know, I got I got to appoint like a hundred and fifty judges, right? And you know, like. Some of them are going to be rapists, I guess. Was the subtext of what he was saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In which case, like, they're not going to want their families to know about it. Mm-hmm. It was a very strange argument. But do you think that the Kavanaugh hearing makes it makes a Supreme Court position less attractive?
0: No, there's nothing. There's a lifetime appointment. Yeah, yeah I
2: think I think anyone who is a judge on a circuit court or in a similar position uh, in terms of eligibility wants that job. Yeah. Once that job bad
0: it's, it's some of them it's challenging and interesting legal work you could possibly do and you
2: leave a legacy forever sure. well f- until the United States is over at least yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I guess I have another, another question at what point as a citizen do you think it's part of your duty to come forward with what you know about somebody
2: I think that it was handled appropriately in this case. Well, I think that um, her contacting, sorry, her congressperson was handled appropriately and with the correct timing in this case. Um, You know, I think um, coming forward about sexual assault is nightmarish. I think that... um, The fact that many Republicans and or men seem to believe that women come forward about sexual assault for attention or for some political benefit uh, reveals a tragic lack of empathy
1: it shows that they've never been in the position of like helping somebody decide whether they should do anything about somebody that's done that before. Yeah. And how hard it is to get people to even you know. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Right. I mean yeah,
0: you don't know you don't have a lot of contact with someone who's had an experience with a crime that Mm -hmm. they can keep secret. Right. I mean and the shame and and also like
2: involved. You know, or 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 haven't seen the way that um, social groups react to mm -hmm. poorly corroborated Allegations yeah. of sexual assault, right? Um, imagine a scenario in which, as part of your civic duty, you needed to describe in graphic detail to people who would not believe you the most like one of the most degrading, humiliating, and powerless moments of your life, right? Yeah. that's that's a nightmare, right? That's not a fun time. and then and then knowing in advance that those people are going to attack your character, attack your credibility, attack your motivation, right? Like, the failure to understand why women don't report or don't report for long periods of time uh, comes from a deep deficit of empathy. And and that's my, I don't know, I guess closing statement on my view there. Well, I guess
1: I'm just thinking about it, you know, like from a practical perspective as far as mm-hmm. to the, you, it's like you have a, a black powder gun, right? With mm-hmm. like one bullet in mm-hmm. it, you know? Yeah. And you have a, one chance to use it.
2: Yeah. It's like an yeah, it's like the timing of these allegations is so suspicious. It's like, well yeah. if someone raped you <laughs> yeah. and you thought that they were about to be made more powerful Right <laughs> You don't think that might be the moment you'd exactly. pick?
1: Yeah, <laughs> right? like, when when and especially if they if you don't know if they even remember it or not. Yeah. Yeah. And if they do, if then maybe their it wasn't life even, is yeah. at yeah. risk, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Once they have all the power in the land. Yeah. yeah. So that it to me that makes it exactly when you come forward is mm-hmm. when they're about to become yeah. made more. Powerful.
2: Your moment of maximum power. Exactly. Right? Your Malogy. moment of
1: maximum visibility. Yeah. And your moment of the ability to do maximum damage to them.
2: Well, and to prevent them from being able to do further damage to you. Right. right. Like, right.
1: Because you're on the record. And yeah. You're, you know, you may be attacked by somebody else, but they now have a vested interest in you being alive. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a fucking hard question. Uh, and a dark one and it is insufficiently being wrangled with by either side I no, think the, uh, yeah. uh, the practical nature of this shit we, we talk about these people as if they're like weird theatrical masks yeah. mm-hmm. and that's it's not, not true
2: something that's also coming, this and this is it occurred to me, in terms of the insensitivity that you see, especially with some, like, Republican guys, but also with some just just, just regular old dudes, the
0: right? Dems are also sleazebags. Yeah, bags. yeah,
2: exactly. Dems also being... I mean, I wouldn't even say in all cases being sleazebags, right? But the level of sensitivity that some guys have around the possibility of false accusations based on what they believe to be their personal experience of seeing false accusations but not real accusations with some whatever ratio of regularity, it occurred to me that... If you're someone who girls don't confide in about all of the assaults they have dealt with that they have not told people about, um, then all you're going to see is people who are willing to see, take that step. And that step is not a step that's rewarding to take. So there may be distorted decision-making going into that in some cases.
1: Mm. right? That's and, a really good point. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah.
2: I think you should believe everyone who comes forward by default, right? I'm not saying, like, you should criminally prosecute everyone who has someone come forward against them by default, but I don't think that you should start from a position of skepticism, right? Um, But that being said, I do think that probably this is something that helps to create a distorted perception among some guys.
0: For sure. I think the way you see the incident level or Mm -hmm. the accuracy of someone's reporting is... Completely dependent on your experience. And we really don't realize how completely biased our own way of taking in the world and what kind of filters we put on to the information that comes into us.
1: So let's say they confirm this guy. What does the Republican Party look like in the midterms if that happens? What it what does what does it do to? I'm us? not
0: sure. I mean, right now, from what I can tell, the Republican Party is really rallying behind him. At yeah. some point, they I think they're
2: quietly losing more women. Yeah. I think yeah. they're quietly I, losing more women. I think.
0: I think in a midterm it matters a lot. I'm not yeah. sure if it if it rolls around to 2020. I think
2: it would be better for them if they didn't have him confirmed before the midterms. Yeah. If they were forced to put forward another nominee who is not yet confirmed. As of election day, that would actually be their ideal scenario. If that
1: happens, will the Democrats be rewarded for it or will they be considered failures by the far left for not present preventing a second person?
0: I think, well, maybe in the far left, but I think most Democrats voting realize that the odds are not in their favor. Right. So that they don't go out and expecting, oh, why didn't you have Merrick Garland? right like yeah. i don't like, they, they don't expect them to somehow magically pull Merrick Garland out of this process mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. what so,
1: happens what happens if Susan Collins votes him down
0: and
2: Murkowski votes him up or vice versa
1: no and Manchin votes him up
0: oh interesting For i wonder the democrats i wonder if i think they're going to vote in a block yeah. one way or the other that's how it's going to go I don't the think them. Them.
2: I don't think a Democrat is going to make the difference to approve Kavanaugh I would no. be surprised if that turned out to be the case yeah you
0: vote in general you vote as a block so that the four of them sink the or the four of them
1: make yeah it. if the Republicans have anything on Manchin or anything to offer him this would be the time to do it
0: maybe but I think he can't none, none of them can cons- they can either jump together they have to jump together yeah one way or the other they have to jump together and I think the problem is now they have to jump. On one side or the other. So that's the real problem.
2: I mean, I think, yeah, I think, I agree. I think we'll probably see at least two of those swing votes move in the same direction together. We're
1: not going to split the block. If Flake and Manchin say no...
2: I think Flake is probably going to vote yes. I think Flake is probably going to vote yes, but he also... Is haunted. Well, right if, he now. <laughs> says, if
1: he says no, then nobody else has to say no. Yeah, if
2: he says no, then I think it's not going to happen. Yeah, um,
1: which is good for since he's leaving. He's yeah. the yesest of the swing votes, and yeah. he
2: clearly was genuinely shaken by um, by that testimony. So
1: yeah, it's interesting. Um, is there a world in which the Democrats can prevent a second nominee and not? Destroy I don't think the they country.
2: should. I don't think they should.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's worth it. You don't think it's worth it. I no, think I that think.
2: the Senate should do well, its job. A, they have a duty. <laughs> they have yeah. a duty
1: to you know yeah. look at everything yeah. and not have somebody railroaded through. Right? Right. Well, yeah,
2: but they also have a duty not to railroad against someone that they have no legitimate reason to block. Right. As they yeah. as was done,
1: right? right. But yeah.
0: like uh, looking, I mean, looking obstructionist is a really great look for, I think, the Republican Party.
2: I don't even know if it's a really great look for the Republican right, Party. Right, that's fair.
0: I th- but I think in general you want some, uh, middle of the road, people who tend to swing towards Democrats or, or uh, tend to favor Democrats want someone who is willing to have the machinery of the government work for them, mm-hmm. right, not just be taken apart. So I think the kind of obstructionist sp- posturing from the Democratic side has to look much more subtle um, I think you, would, you and I think this is a thing that like Cory Booker and Kamala Harris are trying to figure out because they're not really great actors mm-hmm. but they they feel like they have to have the indignation turned up to about 11 and a half mm-hmm. and so I think they're not really able I don't know if they come off as credible but I think that's mm-hmm. that's that that kind of theatrical performance is something they're trying to sort out but in general it makes much more sense to try to do your best to grandstand a little and mm-hmm. let uh yeah uh, get your sound bite yeah and then vote right yeah. yeah and vote i mean because the, the democrats are going to lose any one way or the other and so that's just hard yeah i just
1: want to say that the daily news and post missed a huge opportunity to go with brat kavanaugh <laughs> and that's still out there for anybody needing a, a good headline yeah button. so uh, I was shocked uh-huh. that that was not it staring at me in the face on Friday morning.
0: And speaking of the New York Post, the uh, editorial's editor is actually leaving the New York Post. He's going to the Washington <gasps> Examiner. Oh, Seth, really? Seth oh, Mandel. Oh, boy. One of my favorite yeah. followers. Uh, he's really interesting. He's, he's willing. Um, he, so I think that the Post is losing someone kind of great in yeah. the Examiner, which is not a good publication. Yeah, position.
1: that's an amazing choice. They must be paying him a lot of money. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I, th-
0: I think it's a stepping stone to be at the Washington Post. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: So he just wants to go to... DC. Yeah. I didn't know he was in Jersey uh, yeah.
0: but yeah he's uh, interesting. Uh, one of my favorite followers and actually really really interesting during this time because he was very much in the corner uh, I would say the squishy left he was very much trying to make sure he would have to face down he got dragged throughout his mentions about try- being on the side um, of, of hearing out the the people and not really and saying I think that would you know Kavanaugh is not the right person we should have had someone else right Mm -hmm. it seems this can't hold he's always been very skeptical that Kavanaugh's even going to make it Um, but most importantly I think he's been sympathetic uh, Mm -hmm. to people complaining against him and he's been a great follow I think all right so that was it
1: yeah 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 Brett Kavanaugh TBD
0: Brett O
2: Kavanaugh (laughs) Bart O Kavanaugh Bart O Kavanaugh yeah
1: his uh his
0: completely uncreative nickname
1: yeah, that's the nickname in his uh his, that's his name. friend
2: mark judge who wrote a book about being a teenage alcoholic
1: T- wasted mentioned, tales yeah, yeah. alcohol. mentioned a
2: bart o'cavanaugh who yeah. got really drunk and vomited in a car but
1: yeah and uh, passed out great <laughs> and then they asked him is that you are you bart o'cavanaugh and he's like i don't know am i <laughs> you tell me that was just basically his strategy sure. for answering questions yeah. are you are yeah. uh, you Bardo Cabrera? Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah uh, someone uh, uh, on the podcast said that he sounded like uh, he was being given advice uh, from a defense lawyer of a guilty man. Yeah, that's Sorry. because you, he, he counted the table a lot. Yeah. He attract, He
1: attacked the system. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He really, he really did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> of which he wants to be the <laughs> yeah, head right, of. Right. 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 Uh, okay. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Room of Requirements. Thanks everybody for listening and thanks to Kevin Carter for our intro and outro music. Yeah. Thanks, thanks
0: Kevin. <laughs>